Now that is Setswana Tota Tota. Um, for those who don't understand the language, uh, just simply tap to the sound. Um, beautiful melody indeed, and that is Winds of Change. And uh, that's Jimmy Lulu featuring Bongo Muffin. And uh, that uh, uh, rendition that you've just heard, yes, it's Oana, that's Stones Head. And uh, yeah, we always appreciate talent in South Africa and that is African grown. Thank you once again for connecting with us. Uh, we're looking at uh, road carnages um, and what are the contributing factors uh, to these road carnages. Uh, one person that I always um, ask whenever there is um, whether traffic uh, or, or just what is going on in our roads and he seems to have uh, his finger on the pulse every time and I'm sure um, you know some of the accidents when they are reported somehow it affects you and you can only wonder people who work with this direct uh, we are joined by the spokesperson uh, of uh, um, a, a, um, uh, this is African Automobile Association uh, spokesperson and that is Leighton Beard. Uh, good afternoon and welcome uh, uh, Leighton Good afternoon, it's so good to be with you again. Yeah, no, thank you thank you so much uh, for always availing yourself to help us with this very difficult uh, topic, especially around this time of the year. Uh, we're also mm. joined by Rob Beasy, SABC's traffic correspondent. Good afternoon and welcome, Rob Beasy. Hello, Chris Elder. I miss those days when we were on stage, but that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, let's talk about, uh, Leighton, this question directed um, to you. I mean, as AA, you do so much in trying to educate and create awareness why is it that people are still not heeding the call of just exercising precaution? <laughs> I think if you got the answer to that, Griselda, both you and I would be very rich It's people. ridiculous, um, though. Yeah, it is ridiculous. And, you know, I mean, we did a survey a couple of months ago where we, we looked at people's driving attitudes and not only their attitude towards other drivers, but their attitudes towards themselves. Uh, and very, very significantly, 80% of all drivers rate themselves as being excellent drivers. Mm. And it's not their fault that there's problems on the roads. It's your fault. It's everybody else's fault. Wow. Everybody else drives badly. Um, nobody else drives as well as I do. And I think that therein lies part of the problem. People don't recognize that there is room for improvement in their own driving skill. Mm. Um, they always seem to point the finger at other drivers and say that other drivers are to blame. Well, I think we know when we look at the statistics that that is simply not the case. We, we, we have to take responsibility uh, for our own actions. And unfortunately, while there are many millions and hundreds of thousands of drivers out there who genuinely do obey the rules of the road and who try and drive as best as they possibly can, and and who uh, you know, are purchased to other drivers, there is a group of people on the roads who simply do the exact opposite. These mm. are the people who talk and text on their cell phones. They talk and text while they're walking. They're drinking and driving. They're speeding. They're crossing over solid white lines. They're not obeying the rules of the road. And they are creating this problem that we have now um, seen is escalating on an annual basis. So um, I don't want to tar everybody with the same brush and say everybody's a bad driver. That's certainly not the case. But there is unfortunately this group of people who think that the rules don't apply to them. Yeah, yeah. And we know that government has a lot to do. We know that they have to improve law enforcement. We know that they, you know, there needs to be a lot more, more, more officers on the road. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of drivers out there who need to take responsibility for their own actions, and they're simply not doing it. All right, let's pay the bills when we return. Rob, I'd like to find out from you, I mean, what are some of the gruesome um, uh, reports that you've received? And, and, I mean, how do we prevent this? We'll be right back.
Lifetime Live with Griselda Tutumashe. Once again, we thank you for connecting with us and uh, appealing for safety on the roads as we um, have this conversation. Uh, just driving to work uh, this afternoon, just right here on, on the M1, uh, a truck that was pulling a trailer, and I'm sure that was illegal to have that much of a load um, uh, with a small uh, truck. And, and it just overturned and creating a bumper to bumper. Uh, Robin, what are some of the worst uh, cases that you you have reported and and i mean i look at uh, your twitter timeline right now it, it's like every hour you're reporting an accident somewhere in south africa yeah th- that's very little i mean what we put on twitter is very little of of what we do we we, we just put a little bit out there so you know, times that by sort of 10 if you like really mm. uh, to get somewhere near to the 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 amount of crashes but um you know, look, we we sort of sit back and, and see it all perhaps more than a lot of other people with the position that, that we're in covering the, the, the impact of these particular scenes. That's what we do. Uh, someone crashes and there's an impact on traffic and we need to be reporting that and telling it. So we're often seeing, um, you know, the most horrific pictures and the most horrific photos. And, uh, you know, I think, I think, <clears throat> this is a big thing as well, I think as a nation... We have become uh, used to it. We, oh, we, we don't have the shock fever anymore. The, 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 we don't, we're not shocked. 13 people, 15 people dead, 20 people dead in a crash. Uh, it's in the news for a couple of bulletins, and then we've moved on to something else. Sure. I, I, I just think we're immune to the shock. It happens so much, and it happens so often. And we sort of sit back and we're not surprised when it happens again. And that's a really big problem because with that goes the sort of impetus to do anything. Yeah. And I guess, uh, you know, people would opt, uh, Leighton, to just take pictures as opposed to um, uh, focusing on how this is impacting on traffic and uh, how it impacts on the decisions that they make as well. Yeah, I think unfortunately what we have seen in the past, and Rob touched on it a little bit now, is that people don't quite understand the consequences of their actions. Mm. You know, people drive with this notion that, um, you know, it's not going to happen to me. I'm First of all, I'm a brilliant driver, so, it's, you know, no, nothing's going to happen to me. And I can, you know kind of chill out behind the wheel. I don't have to focus on the road ahead. I can take my cell phone out. I can take pictures. I can do whatever I want to. It's not really going to happen to me. And, um, you know, when you talk about how do we change this whole thing of um, having 14,000, 15,000 people die on our, on our roads annually, that's actually where it needs to start. This type of attitude of, um, you know, it, there are consequences, and I have to be aware of those consequences, and that needs to filter down to everybody on the road. All right, uh, we're taking your calls on 0891-104-207. What's our voice note on 0614-104-107. And you can also join us via Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live, including your SMSs charged at 150 to 40938 as we seek solutions. What are the contributing factors uh, to road carnages and how do we deal with this uh, together as a nation? We're taking uh, your calls right now and on the line uh, with me is Rob Byrne, SABC traffic correspondent and uh, Leighton Bird, who is a spokesperson for Automobile Association as uh, we connect uh, to you right now, taking uh, your WhatsApp voice notes and taking your calls uh, on 0891 
0614-104-207. So when we talk about, you know, one adjusting their attitudes, uh, for me, what is disheartening is uh, often it's mostly the children um, who who become, uh, you know, who who become most affected. Uh, So how do we change these attitudes, Robin? Because no matter how shocking the pictures are, like you said, people have become immune um, it's okay to just take a picture and post it and be the first one to report on it. Look, there's no secret that <clears throat> there's no secret to road safety. It's not a great big mystery. Uh, we have the same thing every year. It escalates mm. pretty much every year, um, and everyone knows. Everyone knows what the problem is, and the only way that you change it. Look, there are. I, I think something's hap- something has happened in the bus industry over the last few years because we're not seeing the uh, the sort of carnage that we used to see in in the bus industry at this time of year. So mm-hmm. uh, authorities have stepped in there, and I'm not quite sure what the change is. Probably greater checks, mechanical safety checks that are happening. But the fact that you can put 24 or 25 people into a taxi, send it off at 170 kilometres an hour with a guy that is drunk behind the wheel, uh, you, that that's a problem that is only going to change with enforcement and you know there are there are parts that, that you can live in parts of the world where you don't even think about driving your car unless you've put your seatbelt on because you know that that there will be a, uh, there will mm. be a consequence for not wearing your seatbelt there are parts of the world where you don't drink uh, before you drive because you will be a social outcast in that community because it is so frowned upon and you only really get to that position by having a level of enforcement that changes the way that people act and the way I that guess. people behave and at this stage you know there is the enforcement here and there but it's nowhere near enough given the given the level of fatalities that we have on our roads all year long which is sort of magnified at these uh, these peak holiday periods but it's, it's just enforcement that's all that's required and it's a big effort all right, let's take calls right now. Uh, we go all the way to Appington. I don't know how people in Appington survive. I mean, I've just been to Bulgwan. It's hot. And and always when you look at the temperatures in Appington, and uh, KGM is right there. Uh, good afternoon and welcome. Hopefully your aircon works, KGM. KGM on the line. Good afternoon and welcome. We've put him on hold, so we need to put him on the line. Um, all right, let, let's uh, see what's happening uh, with that line. In the meantime, we'll go straight uh, to WhatsApp voice notes. Hi, Sean from Limpopo. Um, I kind of agree with Robert. We, we, it's a cultural thing with us. I'm standing at the robot now, and as I'm speaking, a, re- a car's just gone over the red robot. I teach my twins that when the robot goes green, you wait five seconds before you go. Um, we got this whole attitude of what if the, if the other person can do it, so can I. And slowly it's, it started seeping into our culture. So it's a deep root of who we are as a nation. So in order to change that, you're going to have to change the culture. Anyway, have a good day. All right. It, it, it really, I mean, it, it's tragic that we've gotten to a place where it's okay to just uh, even stop anywhere and, and take pictures during an accident and not consider um, that lives have been affected and also just not reflecting on what my contribution is in, in, as an individual. Uh, Simba Daudona says, I think part of the problem is that uh, we only focus on road carnages during Easter and December. And um, I'm, I'm after December, uh, we want won't hear much about um, road this and that until uh, um, uh, Easter. 
But, you know, why do we even have to be reminded? Why do we have to be reminded? Um, this is supposed to be a lifestyle. This is supposed to be uh, the way uh, we, we, we make decisions. And I guess, uh, you know, the attention is heightened during this period because people drive and, and go on holiday. All right, so let's try the, that line again. KGM in Uppington, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Chris Alda. Good afternoon to your guest and to the listeners. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, and thank you so much uh, for coming through. Can you hear me now, at least? Yes, loud and clear. We All apologize right. for that. To you, the, the listeners, and, and to your guests. Hello, Chris Alda. Most of the time, as you know, I spend I spend it on the road. Yeah, and I'm not I'm I'm not going to try and, and sugarcoat what I see because what I see is reality over and above what somebody will come on air and, and try to defend. The, the the issue of the officials who takes the law into their own hands. Mm. You're driving, Chris Alda, and you're seeing a traffic official who is, <clears throat> excuse me, who is busy texting, and and you 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 pass as as an ordinary driver. What does that do to you mentally? And then you you also come across a a, a parent, whether it be a father or mother with children in the car and busy either texting or talking mm. on the phone. Now, th- th- that's that's apparent. What does it say to the kids? That Those it's okay kids, to do that. Yes. When they grow up, what do they do? They do exactly what they, they, do, what, what they see. Lastly, Robena said something very important, and I see this every day. You get an accident, instead of people even helping, You'll get people whipping out their cameras, mm. taking pictures, taking videos. It is so normal to people that when there's a crash, regardless of what was the cause, instead of that being sort of exemplary or educational, I mean, back in the day, you'd see that they would put a car, a crashed car in a corner of a busy inter- intersection or in a busy road to, to try and say, hey, if you, you break the law, this is what's going to happen. It doesn't happen anymore. I really don't have the answer, Chris Alda, as to what is it that mm. needs to be done in order to stop this. I mean, this morning I was driving from Kimberley to, to Uppington. I've passed four accidents. God. Four accidents. KGM is driving. He feels tired. He feels exhausted. Why should Chris Alda on radio tell KGM to, to, to pull her off the road and, and rest? Why? Mm. I just don't get it. I think it has something to do with us as people over and above the law and the rules of the road. Before the rules and the and the laws, there's Crisalda, there's KGM, there's That's Rob it. Now, if we're going to shift the blame and say, as KGM, as I made an example with officials who break the law, why should I even emulate that person? Mm. Why can't I at least have... An, 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 an example of saying, I'm not going to be like that official. But we don't do that as Chris Alda. Which we is compete sad. with bad things. And unfortunately, that's where our country is at the moment. So I'm hoping that KGM is also going to take a break, right? During this no, period. No, absolutely, he does. Awesome. Awesome. If we don't get to speak, which I doubt very much, you are, you have uh, so much passion for radio and we appreciate you. Uh, do enjoy the festive season and take care of you and your family. Thank you very much. Thank Kajun. you so much, Kisala, and, right. and to you and your family. Too. Thank you. Let's go to Manosi in Polokwane. Good afternoon.
Manosi, I guess that was the call um, that dropped. Um, but thank you so much uh, for continued uh, um, support as, as we have these conversations. Let's try Mondly in Bloemfontein. Good afternoon. Good afternoon and to the listeners of SAFM. Uh, thanks, for for being the guest in the show. You know Rob Easy, right? <laughs> Hello? You know Rob, Rob Easy. Rob Easy, yes. Yes, I know the Rob Easy. Wow. Right. Doing a job. Doing a job. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, Sis Crusader, uh, mine is, is an appreciation fest uh, for, for this kind of a program. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as you would know, I, I am the spokesperson of, uh, uh, of a health in the first stage. Yes. Uh, we are faced with a difficult task. The NEC I was speaking to her earlier on, uh, she is dismayed uh, at, at the level of uh, uh, fatalities on our roads. Uh, on Wednesday last week, uh, we we had a launch uh, in the first state of the, the, the Arrive Healthy campaign. Uh, it's a department of uh, transport and health coming together with police and all other stakeholders to say, uh, let us look at all elements that are involved in, in trying to keep this road carnage. Now, we were standing at 28 uh, deaths since the 1st of uh, December uh, by Wednesday. Uh, shocking uh, today, we're standing at about 41. Um, and, and when you look at them, it's uh, accidents that could have been prevented. Mm. Now, now the, So the maybe if you can effect, get to the um, advice, Mondly, what can we do um, to prevent this? Because as a we, spokesperson, we, we, I can't stop you from talking about your programs. Yes, <laughs> but yes, unfortunately, time no, is no, not on our yes. side. Yeah? No, no, thanks. Thanks. It's okay. Uh, I, I, our, our appreciation is that uh, we, we, need, we need a societal response. It's a global response. That's it. Uh, there's no one, one fix uh, that we can put to this to stop this. Because we see the most outrageous behaviors on the road. But, but we thank uh, the law enforcement for playing their role. And they must never tire to play their role, to put systems in place mm-hmm. and, do, and do their job. We must also just keep on drumming this message. Uh, you know, in our social media pages in the first state, we've been putting these accidents, uh, uh, the horrible crashes. So as to drum up the message in people that if you do wrong things, uh, something bad will happen, will happen to you. To you yeah. and, and, and please, people must never just stop uh, uh, tire. Uh, we must just keep drumming this message. We hope that Thank you, man. It will, it will hit home. Yes. Thank you, Mondly. Thank you very much Thank for that much. contribution. Jack in Alberton says uh, there was a study that was conducted a while back and it, tend, um, uh, it, it returned with the conclusion that one out of three people in South Africa suffer from uh, mental condition at any given moment. And that means at any given time, uh, there are 3,000 cars on the road, 1,000 drivers. <laughs> from that 3,000 have a psychiatric condition and oftentimes not diagnosed. And uh, you can therefore understand why people drive the way they do. Next time you go to Limpopo, Sister Crisalda, go between Makado and Polokwane and uh, you'll see people, how people drive on the stretch of that of the road. I think all drivers should be sent for a psychiatric evaluation. If you have a condition, you're sent for help. And that's Jack in Alberton. I fully agree with you. I actually posted this two days ago uh, when we heard about this person who on a barrier line um, overtakes four cars 
and and ends up with head-on collision. I mean, when there's an oncoming traffic and the the law of the road says do not overtake, and you choose not to overtake one car, two cars, three cars, four cars. Why? Why? And and you know we will continue asking these questions until uh, I guess attitudes uh, get to change. Let let me come back uh, to you, Robin. Uh, what are some of what's uh, what advice can you give to those who are going to be traveling? I mean, I'm horrified right now and uh, going to be driving with faith. Uh, we we chose to just uh, go on holiday in Cape Town and we're choosing uh, road traffic. Uh, we, we're choosing uh, road as, as our mode of transport. And it's scary these days to make these uh, decisions. Gary, we just had to take a drive from Cape Town out to oh, well, Cirrus yesterday. And I thought, yeah, mm, you know, that mm, was on the mm. same day that we got news that 27 or it had gone up to 34 people had died Goodness. on the Western Cape Roads just in a very short space of time in that weekend. And you sort of sit back and you go, yeah, no, I'm, I'm hearing that. I'm scared to go out. That's it, it is a thing. But look, you know, um, I think it all starts, doesn't it, with, with doing the, the things that you should be doing, making sure your vehicle is road safety, that mm. you've got your brake lights working your headlights working, your wipers, and then, and then being prepared to, to put your belt on when you get in the car, being prepared to stick to the speed limit, being prepared to put your phone down, being prepared to not be in a rush to get there. Mm. Uh, they're, the basic, they're the basic things. And I think the people that do those things are the people that survive uh, at this time of year because they are aware that, okay, yeah, it might not be them, but it's other people, and that's what they've also got to sort of factor in um, into the equation. And that's what the people that do arrive safely do is they're watching the other traffic, they're watching the, the other vehicles, but they're also, first and foremost, taking care of themselves by ticking those road safety boxes. And Leighton, in case of an accident, what, what are some of the do's and don'ts? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing is if you are in a position to help, then certainly you should. But if you're not, then I think you should do something other than assist the passengers. And that could be, you know, maybe trying to, to summon emergency personnel, um, you know, just be on the scene. If there are children that weren't hurt, maybe you can assist them. Um, it's a very difficult thing to advise people on because we wouldn't mm. want people to go into a crash uh, scene and start extricating bodies from, from vehicles, you know, people who are injured. Um, they may just hurt them even more. So uh, obviously you need to assess the situation and assess what level of assistance you can give. Um, but we certainly wouldn't advise people to stop and start taking pictures of that event. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that can cause even a lot of emotional damage after the event as well for the people involved. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, certainly do slow down and, and assist if you are able to, um, you know, and, and if you are able to provide any, any kind of help, then do so. But don't just rush in. It could be quite dangerous. That's it. Um, you know, your help is, is needed but it, it could be more more dangerous to help them than just to let it go. So what are some of the important numbers um, to remember, Rob? Well, I think it's a good idea to have the ICE number, the in case of emergency number in your in your phone. Uh, that's really very helpful to be alerting and finding out who you are and, uh, you know, are there any problems and alerting uh, relatives. I think that ICE in case of emergency, I, I think that's uh, absolutely wonderful. I think make sure that you know uh, the numbers of the ambulance services and make sure you've got those in your mm. phone so that, God forbid, you do come across a scene. At least, you know, yeah, I've got that in my phone. Let me get onto the those guys straight away and for um, uh, automobile association uh, what are some of the important numbers to remember for um, especially your clients uh, Leighton 
Yeah, I think obviously, you know, keep uh, the, the numbers of, of uh, emergency personnel available in your phone mm-hmm. uh, and then certainly download the, the AA app and keep the AA number handy uh, in case of an emergency. I mean, we can always help out if your car is broken down as well. Um, but, I mean, it's always a good idea to keep those emergency numbers handy. Obviously, don't use your phone while you're driving. Yeah. Uh, we would always advise keep it charged, but keep it available in case you need it, but don't use it while you're behind the wheel of a car. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, to both of you for contributing um, to us trying to minimize road carnages and thank you for the work that you do. Thank you. And hopefully I won't have to speak to you and uh, happy holiday season if I don't get to speak to you. Thank you. All right, that's Rob Beasy, Rob Byrne, uh, SABC traffic correspondent, and Leighton Beard, who is spokesperson for the Automobile Association. Uh, you know, from an African perspective, I, I may be wrong from this, but I feel like in some of the road carnages, um, especially towards Limbobo, people just don't go back to fetch the spirits. And as African people, we know the understanding, we know the meaning um, that when a, a, a family member has passed on, I, I sit back and wonder how many of those spirits are just stuck there waiting to be taken to their resting place. And and I'm hoping that, uh, you know, we'll have an African perspective, African solution to this because something has to give. We can't continue like this. And if we do, um, <laughs> trust Ganjo, <ne? laughs> to once again be just a showstopper. Uh, Ganjo says there's a group of women who warned a speeding driver who nearly killed a child in Mamilodi um, that they will cut his you-know-what. Um, these are active citizens, he says. All right, that's where we leave this conversation. Thank you so much uh, to everyone who's contributing. Um, but I just need to read uh, Buzz Bait as well quickly. A tweet saying, I love listening to KG. Um, I don't always agree with him, um, but very logical and gets his point across so well. And that's why we appreciate him. That's why he always comes through, you wonder. All right, that's where we end this conversation. And uh, Mr. Velindaba is here. Uh, we are going to do our words of wisdom shortly.